Hello. The day is September 16th, 2020. However, this is not when our story unfolds. Our story takes place over a hundred years ago in the small town of Basilla, Iowa, where a family had just been murdered. On the night of June 10th, 1912, Joe Moore and his family were slaughtered in their sleep by an axe-wielding murderer who covered the mirrors and windows with sheets and aprons. Out of the murder, three suspects were pulled. One was Senator Frank Jones, Joe Moore's former employer. One was Reverend Lynn Kelly, and the other was William Mansfield. Senator Jones was found innocent of the crime, though some suspected he had hired someone to kill Joe for taking business away after Joe opened his own store and combated Jones's. Reverend Kelly had mental issues and confessed to the murders, but later recanted his confession and was acquitted after two separate trials. Mansfield was tried and found not guilty by way of an alibi. Due to related crimes with an axe, it was possible that the murders in Facilla and related ones in Colorado nine months before were committed by the same person due to their similarities in execution. This revelation was only further when Mansfield's family was killed two years later. Today, the identity of the axe murderer is still a mystery. Until now, new evidence has proven who the killer was in the aftermath of this murder spree, starting the night his own family was murdered. I'm Connor Thomas, and this is the story of the arrest of the true Covered Mirrors killer. On the morning of July 15, 1914, Detective James Wilkerson arrived at the crime scene, the house of William Mansfield's in-laws. The walls of the house were splattered with blood. Inside lay the bodies of his wife, his infant son, and his mother and father-in-law. Wilkerson has suspected Mansfield as the culprit of the Priscilla murders two years prior. And after seeing the layout of the murders and the setup of the house, which had items covering the windows and mirrors to prevent people from peering in, he put together the pieces. All of the murders have been committed in the same fashion, with an axe and covered mirrors. Mansfield had to be the culprit. Wilkerson spent the next two years gathering evidence against Mansfield in hopes to arrest him, working alongside the Burns Detective Agency in Kansas City. He traced back the evidence to the Priscilla murders, and connected the evidence between those and the murders of Mansfield's family. He gathered testimonies from the citizens of Basilla about that night and those who saw Mansfield the night he lost his family. He found evidence of other axe murders in a similar fashion as he traveled across the railroad gathering his evidence, the only way Mansfield traveled to kill all of his targets. He even thought about the unsolved railroad axe murders that had happened in 1911 and 1912 and those connections to the case but deduced that Mansfield may have not been the culprit for that. Eventually, though, he had enough evidence and was finally ready to make the arrest. He searched for Mansfield across Iowa and Illinois on the railroad, but could not find his target. It was like he had disappeared off the face of the earth. He traced back to Colorado, where Mansfield was assumed to commit similar axe murders a few months before the Vasilla murders. Still no Mansfield. He returned back to Kansas City late one June 1916 night and entered a bar with a colleague, only to find Mansfield seated near the bartender. They quickly stepped outside. 
Wilkerson sent his colleague to the police with instructions to arrest Mansfield. With his colleague off running, he walked back inside and approached the bar nonchalantly. He sat next to Mansfield and ordered a gin and tonic. The conversation was never recorded. However, according to a testimony about the arrest from a bar patron, he had overheard the conversation a few chairs down and repeated close to what he had seen and thought he heard. Gin and tonic, please, said Wilkerson. Coming right up. Mansfield looked over at Wilkerson as he ordered, then went back to drinking his whiskey. Wilkerson noticed this and simply asked Mansfield, have a problem with gin and tonic? No, Mansfield replied. It's my second favorite drink order. He reached for his whiskey again and they sat in silence for a second as the bartender brought over Wilkerson his drink. Silence lasts for a few minutes. The piano played in the background something slow and peaceful. Wilkerson broke the silence. What do you do for a living? Why is it any of your business? Rudely asked Mansfield. It isn't. Just attempting to make small talk. Silence continued. I'm a labor union organizer, mainly for the food industry. Slaughterhouse workers and crap, sighed Mansfield. Wilkerson knew this already from the case files, but acted surprised anyways. What about you? What do you do? I work as a detective, Mr. Mansfield. I've been following your crime since Fazilla. Axe murders. Very messy work. But hey, if it gets the job done for you, then it works. The patron saw Mansfield sprint out of the bar with Wilkerson in tow. He then heard police outside awaiting to arrest Mansfield. Mansfield sat on trial for his crimes in Montgomery County, Missouri, and was found guilty on the accounts of murdering the Moore family in their sleep and his own family, along with other acts-related crimes. He was forced to confess that he was hired by Senator Jones, Joe Moore's employer, to kill him but continued to go after the rest of his family in order to prevent any witnesses in case they saw him in the house. He was promptly sent to the Missouri State Penitentiary. Mansfield was the true killer that June 10th night. His murder tactics by utilizing the railroad, which allowed for him to kill in multiple states and make it harder to track who killed where, and the covered mirrors at the crime scene, which helped keep the mystery of who the true killer was, helped Mansfield stay on the run and out of the hands of the law. While it is unknown how long Mansfield was in prison, it could be implied that it was at least a life sentence given the amount of lives he took. Thank you for joining me today and following me as I uncovered the true story of the Scylla Murders and the Covered Mirrors Killer. <laughs>